皆さん、こんにちは。And welcome to Shogo's podcast. So today, guys, I'd like to talk a little bit about the YouTube shorts that I made、um, a little bit while, a while back. And also, I mentioned a little bit about this,、um, the same topic at the end of the video, the, the full video, a long video in my main channel where I explained that I will not be buying katana from overseas websites, overseas、uh, sword sites and such. Yeah. Sword selling sites, and I explained that the thing that I don't like about Japanese people the most is is that they never ask why for anything. So basically,、um, you know, because of the seniority system and the senpai and kohai kind of relationships, basically, the, for example, the people in the younger generations, if they're told that this is the way it's done, this is the way it has been done, and this is the way you should be doing it too, many people, the majority of the people, don't question. Why they have to do that, you know? They just simply obey, and that's the end of the story. And I think that's really, really、mm, something, one of the main causes of Japanese social problems, you know, all the social problems in Japan. One of the main causes is that people don't look at the reasons why those things happen, and that's the reason why it's、uh, hardly solved. You know, so I explained that many, I really want more people to ask why. Not just social problems, actually, but also in the field of traditional culture, too. Like, there are a lot of, I've actually received a lot of DMs and comments, for example, telling me that at their training, they've had experiences of their sensei or instructors telling them that they just、uh, they should do something because they should do it. You know, they, they, the instructors, the senseis, they can't explain the reasons why they would do such movements, for example, or they do such、uh, training methods because they themselves have never asked their instructors about why they have to do it. And I completely understand there is an atmosphere,、mm, there is this,、uh, what should I say, kind of air in Japan where it's very,、mm, should I say, very. Awkward, I guess, would be the closest word to express it to ask questions sometimes. Yeah, like even within the company, if you're that kind of person who's like constantly asking questions, you, you're kind of seen as a nuisance, you know? Which is, I think, is very weird because if you have something you want to ask, you should ask it. I mean, if you, you shouldn't just keep on going without it, you know, inside your mind, you're not fully understanding what the purpose or the meaning behind the、uh, whatever it is. Like, for example, if you're working and your boss tells you to do this and you do it, even though you don't fully understand why you have to do it, you won't understand the goal or purpose of it, right? And then you won't be able to. What should I say? Completely align the、um, intentions of what your boss you know, wanted you to do. I think if you do it that way, that actually is you know, a bad way, a worse way to do it. But you know, again, Japanese people tend to cherish the harmony within the group or you know, the harmony of the moment. And they actually,、um, the actual results that you get or stuff like that it comes in second or third. You know? So, yeah, so I've explained about this many times. But But again, this is the main part about today's story. But also, at the same time, I think a balance is really important too when it comes to traditional culture. Now, I think that if this is business, well, maybe even, even in business too, but I personally feel like, for example, let's take、mm, tea ceremony or yaido, my two, you know, very、uh, two training, traditional cultures that I've trained for a really long time now. If I take these things, for example, now I think it's very, very important that more and more Japanese、uh, young people who are training in these things to ask why to their instructors, why do we do this movement? 
like why should I not do it this way and do it this way that kind of stuff and I really think it's important that you are eager to ask questions but but also at the same time although I've made videos explaining about that I don't like this kind of uh, you know concept of not asking why also at the same time I believe that there are timings there are timings where you should just not ask questions but focus on what you are doing. Now, this idea, I think, is really close to Zen. Zen is basically a Buddhism sect. It's a part of the Buddha's teachings that wasn't able to be explained by words, by literature. So the part that could be explained, what his enlightenment was about, for example, what his uh, learnings was about and everything, what could be explained by words are in the books, right, basically. And you can read the books and you can learn about his teachings. But also at the same time, Buddha believed that there are some concepts that couldn't be explained by words, and that was the Zen. So Zen, one of the main um, values um, within Zen, I guess, is that you need to do it. You need to do it. It's impossible to, uh, to understand what is, for example, a completely empty mind. What is a mushin state? You know, there is no mind, mushin state, or what um, the state of um, Zen is munokyochi, uh, we call it in Japanese, the state of Zen. Like, you can't explain it with words, right? If you explain something with words, it, you, it means that you haven't been there before. And on the other hand, you can't say that, oh, I was actually in the state of Zen, because if you say that, that means you weren't in the state of Zen, because if you were in the state of Zen, you can't, you won't be talking about that like that, yeah. So anyways, what I'm trying to say is that there are some things that is impossible for you to understand at a certain level of your training, or maybe could be applied in business as well. So there are times that you should just um, not constantly be asking questions, but just really just be quiet, you know, and do really focus on the things that you are taught to do and try to search answers on your own as you do it. Because the way that you are taught to do something, especially in the world of traditional culture in Japan, it has been done for many, many years, right? Yeah, maybe not for the whole history of the traditional culture, but at least for the past few decades or past few centuries, it has been done that way. So there must be some kind of message or meaning behind it. And eventually you might realize that there isn't any meaning behind it. In that case, you can change it. But once you get to that point, though, that you fully understand that, until then, you need to continue just doing it without asking. So there are some fields. So it's really important that I think both sides try to understand this. So I feel that the instructor's side, the teacher's side, needs to be more open to question from their students because I have met tons of people, um, instructors, uh, sensei class people, who frown and obviously look angry when their students ask them questions because they can't answer them because they've never thought of it before. And they're like, just shut up and do it, you know? But that that's not the attitude, um, especially in this modern world where we need to really try to very actively try to, to preserve the culture. If there are too many things that no one can explain why, why would anyone start doing it, right? But also at the same time, students of course need to be humble enough to understand that they are still beginners in what they're training in, there, and that there are so many things that they haven't or cannot understand without gaining enough experience. 
So while they ask questions, there I believe that students, beginners are of course free to ask as many questions as, as they want, but also at the same time, they need to understand that there are some things that can't be answered because at your level, even if we do answer it, there is no meaning to it. And there are some things that cannot be answered forever. Like for example, the moment of full concentration you feel during a tea ceremony, you, you feel like the wind you hear outside is a part of you. You feel that the sound of pouring water from the scoop, the tea scoop, is almost like hearing a river, basically, you know, with flowing water. That feeling, when you're in a tea room, and all of these artificial things you have inside the tea room, like the pots or the bowls and such, and you're wearing kimono, you're sitting inside a small room, but somehow you feel like you're a part of nature. That special feeling. Do you understand this just by me explaining with words, right? Like, you can ask me, why did you, why did you Shogo feel that way? Well, I could try to explain, but would you understand that? that the answer is no, right? You can't. You need to be a trainee. You need to be in that tea room to understand. So I really think that it's a balance of these things. So both sides, the instructor sides, the student sides, both need to understand this at the same time. I don't want any students, so in another way, I don't want any students to get irritated or be disappointed towards their teachers because they can't explain everything. Mm -hmm. You are, I, I feel that you can feel free to be irritated and angry if you're if your sensei starts to get very frustrated when you ask them a question, because that is not appropriate, I feel. But also at the same time, if they tell you, um, you should just be quiet and focus on what you're doing right now, you should do that. There are timings that that's important. So recently I've been thinking about that and because I seriously consider all these things and think about these because I'm really hoping to become an instructor myself in the future, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, I was just thinking about these things. And although it is a really complicated and difficult topic to talk about and explain, so yeah, feel free to let me know your opinions in the comments, especially if you're training in traditional culture or even in the field of any kind of business too. It'd be great if you can let me know your opinions, how it is in your culture or in your country. So then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers' dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese, willing to come to Japan to travel, study, or work, or even train in traditional culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our traditional culture as we've been talking about today, and also the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are literally dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to make Japan a better place for future generations for everyone to make their dreams come true. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture. This evolve point is very important, just like what we talked about today, and also help about the younger generations so they can have a brighter future. And to achieve this ultimate dream right now, the nearest goal I have right now is to raise the money to go to a school in order for me to become a Japanese language instructor, which is a official qualification for me to teach Japanese. Mm -hmm. I need to go to school for more than 420 hours to be able to apply for the exam to get the license. But uh, once I do that, I'll be able to make more and more content related to learning Japanese. And I really think that, uh, of course, the language itself is a really important culture that we need to preserve in order to deepen our understandings towards the traditional culture and such. And of course, all thanks to all the requests 
and uh, these the messages and comments that I received too, I really thought it would be great timing for me to be able to teach Japanese. So it'd be great if you can take a look at the description box or the comment section. You can jump to my Ko-fi page, which is, which is a donation platform just like pa uh, pa Patreon. Yeah. So you can uh, help me to make this stream a reality. Okay, thank you so much for listening guys, and I'll be waiting for your comments. Have a nice day.